Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When do they get to the part where they say an animal? It's coming. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. There it was. It was right there. I have it on very good authority that the lion sets an alarm to wake up and listen to this podcast. Welcome to Heavy Petting, Animals in the News, but not in an upsetting way. I'm Wayne Resnick from KFI AM640 in Los Angeles. I am also from KFI. My name is Clay Rowe, and I am the technical director for the John and Ken show in the afternoon. Ready to get into it? Sure. All right. Could you tell by looking at an animal... How fast that animal can go. No. And science couldn't really do that either for quite some time. Why would it think that it could? Because science eventually figures out almost everything. Well, science is a little arrogant in that area. Uh, Not this time. Cheetahs are the fastest land animal. They can reach a top speed of 70 miles an hour. And there is the Galapagos tortoise, which is about the same size as a cheetah. Therefore, should be able to also go about 70 miles per hour. That is what dumb science used to think before smart science stepped in. The fastest that the old uh, tortoise there (laughs) can go... Wait, 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 wait. At some point in time, some scientist said, yeah, that tortoise should be able to go 70 miles an hour. In the olden days before push-button phones, (laughs) this is what science believed. Look at the size of those legs. He should be able to run 70. It turns out that uh, the Galapagos tortoise can only run... Are you ready? Top speed... 0.17 0.17 miles an hour. That's pretty slow. So that's like a 117th of a mile an hour. Okay. That's how fast that can go. So, science realized uh, animals of the same size don't necessarily move at the same rate. So, that's a problem. Also, oh, God, what if I want to know if a land animal, how a land animal compares to a sea animal? One runs. One swims. How are we going to ever figure this out? You have a TV special about it, and you hire Michael Phelps to put on a monofin. That is exactly the way you don't get the correct answer. Uh, now, you may say, well, if you went, why don't you just have the animal run real fast and clock it? And that's true. You can do that with a lot of animals. However, there's some animals that it's harder to do. And also, what if you're doing historical research? What if you wanted to know if that dinosaur could run faster than that dinosaur? You can't use this method of having them run a little race for you. So, some scientists got together, uh, including a woman named Miriam Hurt, who is with the German Center for um, Integrative Biodiversity Research. 
And she was trying to come up with a formula that you could apply to any animal. And she thought she had a pretty good one. And then she started to apply it to actual animals. And the formula that she had told her that an elephant would have a maximum speed of 373 miles an hour. That which, sounds like a great formula. Yes. Well, no. The uh, African bush elephant, for example, the actual top speed there is just a hair under 25 miles per hour. I feel like if the elephant tried just a little harder, it could it could get to the 25. So her formula consisted of the bigger the animal is, the faster it can run. That's a yes. That's a very simplistic formula. That does not sound scientific. That sounds like something that I would have come up with when I was 5. Yes, and that you hit the nail on the head. That was the presumption built into the formula because the idea is bigger animals would have a bigger stride. Okay. And be able to somehow cover more ground more quickly. And it turns out, of course, that that is a big, disgusting lie. It's a lie that they tell us that the bigger the animal, the faster that it is. So they had to significantly retool this formula. They examined a lot of existing data on animal movement. And then she also brought in a colleague to help out. Uh, a guy named Ulrich Bros. No, Ulrich does good work. They brought him in from the University of Göttingen. And so they said, well, we have to have a new way to do it. We can't do it with, like, body size. So they redid it, and now they come. They have a hit on their hands with how to predict. Now they think they can predict any animal's speed. And it's based on, and it is, a body mass does have something to do with it. But it's not that bigger animals are faster. They found out, you know what animals are the fastest? The medium-sized animals. Oh, the Goldilocks uh, theory there. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, this animal is just... Fast. Just, just right. And it uses the body mass. It uses the acceleration time. Here's what they figured out. If you want to know how fast an animal can go, you have to look at how fast the animal accelerates when it starts to run. And that depends on the body mass and the mode of locomotion, like running versus swimming. Larger animals exhaust their muscles more quickly to accelerate. They're they, moving a lot of mass. Yes. It takes they, a lot of energy. They use up too much juice, and so they can't then get to a higher peak speed. And then maintain it. Right. Then an animal who doesn't have to use that much energy or muscle metabolism just to get go. It's all about how, what's involved in getting going. Mm-hmm. And the less involved in getting going, the more you have available to go fast, steadily. And now, so now they can do it. Could you use that theory to say... Look at me and tell how fast I could run? Yes. Well, you're an animal. Okay. We'd have to put you with like a special camera or something and watch you run and see how you accelerate. Uh, See, that's just it. I'm probably not going to be doing that. I'm not going to be running. The problem with getting that answer from you is your uh, your awareness of what's going on and unwillingness to participate. Yeah, if if you're asking me to run, I'm just tired. I'd rather not. Let's move on to uh, dogs and the subject of therapy dogs. And this is really interesting to me because everybody knows about therapy dogs. And I think most people know that that therapy and service dogs can perform a, a wide variety of tasks. Right now, one thing that's being highlighted is the, the, how they can assist veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder. And that's a wonderful thing. Um, but they can do so many things. You have uh, seeing eye dogs, hearing dogs. Seizure alert and response dogs, mobility dogs, psychiatric service dogs, autism dogs. And now they have a new thing that they can do. They can tutor children to learn how to read. 
Go ahead. Say the first thought that came into your mind why you're going to scoff this idea. Go ahead. My first thought was this is the setup for a elaborate joke. That was my first thought. This can't be true. Why would you be so skeptical that a, a dog can help children learn to read? Well, because one would presume that in order to help somebody to do something, the thing helping must be able to do the thing. That's and, true. They can't read. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. And that also, they can't speak in English to the kid to give any sort of guidance about what, what different vowels sound like and all of that. They've got no opposing thumb to hold the ruler to point at the letter on the chalkboard That's or true. to slap the back of the kid's head when the kid's not paying attention. And also dogs are notorious for being easy graders. And so a lot of times they let stuff slide. So you're saying that uh, the fine people over there at tail wagging tutors are charlatans and perpetrating a fraud upon the people? Yes. You are wrong. Here is the way in which dogs can help kids learn to read. Because one, one thing that, that makes it harder for kids to learn how to read is that they're usually very nervous to read aloud. Usually if they're asked to read aloud, it's a person who's asking them. If it's a teacher, they know they're being judged, even, even, even if it's not set up that way, even with their parents or other peers. But when children read to dogs, they don't have any of those concerns whatsoever. Interesting. And because they're able to relax, and they used science to show that when children read to dogs, their stress hormones go down, the level of oxytocin, the bonding hormone, goes up, as does dopamine, which many people reductively call the happiness hormone, and cortisol is the stress hormone that goes down. And that alone... It's a kind of gentle reverse psychology because what we're doing to you, instead of trying to get you to read in front of the teacher when you don't want to and you're afraid to, we're going to get you to want to read aloud because it's to a dog that's yeah. just there. The dog's to not love judging you. you. Just, the dog is just loving you. And it really helps their reading comprehension grow and the whole thing. They really have much more success uh, when they read to dogs than. When they don't read to the dogs. Well, that story makes me feel good. And I feel bad for having judged the dogs so poorly there. You know what, then? Why don't we go out on a high note this time? Sure. And with both of us feeling a lot of oxytocin and dopamine, do you want me to read out loud to you at all? Well, do I have to look at you with big puppy dog eyes? Maybe lick your, your forearm a little bit? Would you? You don't have to ask me twice. All right, let's try it. Here we go. Okay. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 